0: Hi, everyone. Welcome to Mama Wears Athleisure. I am your host, Mariela de Santiago, a first-time mom. We focus on all things mom with tips to help make life easier and more organized for all you mamas out there. Hi, today I am here with Kelly from Traveling with Babies. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about your blog and your Instagram. So, you do a lot of uh,
1: tips with traveling with little ones. I did a lot of traveling in my previous life, um, just life before kids. That was just something that I felt like was really important to me, important to my family, something that I didn't want to just give up now that I had two little kids tag along with me. So when I was starting to travel with my daughter, Stella, I realized how much I didn't know, like traveling before by myself or with friends, was just such a different experience to traveling with a baby you needed so much more and there were so many more things to consider when it came to traveling with my children and I was doing that research and I was just having a like a hard time finding all of that information in one place and so I decided to kind of create that space for myself other people seem to be thankful for that as well
0: (laughs) as you know and as I'm sure many parents know traveling with babies or little ones is super challenging. And there's a lot that you just don't think about until you have a little one. Like if you are breastfeeding, (laughs) you need to take breast milk with you. You know, that's one or oh my
1: gosh, you need a car seat. There's just so many things. I think traveling in general with babies just need more stuff. If you're going to be traveling with them to keep them safe, comfortable, it is a lot more challenging than just traveling with your little and and so that's just why it's important to kind of like do that research or find out for yourself because obviously each baby is totally different. It's going to be challenging in different ways for each person. If your priority is sleep, (laughs) that's going to be a different challenge as opposed to a mother that breastfeeding on demand maybe, and might be a completely different challenge. So it's in general, like whatever you find to be the most challenging about traveling with a baby is absolutely correct. (laughs) There's
0: so many parts to it. So So many. I wanted to pick your brain because you've done a lot of traveling as you mentioned but just when it comes to like flying for example what are some things that you should check in and what are some things that you should check in at the gate?
1: That's something like I as a general rule especially with the current state of like travel your checked bags are kind of unreliable. I have knock on wood gonna jinx myself right now. I have not lost a check bag yet so I always like bring as much as you can in your carry on but the most important is anything that you might need for like your travel day that first day while you're doing that travel until you can reach your destination your hotel those are all things that have to be in your carry on because you have no idea what's going to happen throughout that day and having that stuff with you whether it be for baby or yourself so all of the formula that you might need all of the bottles that you might need for that day, all the diapers that you might need for that day, change of clothes, not just for baby, but also for yourself. One of the things that I find myself immediately wanting to do when I get off of an airplane is like change my outfit. After a long travel day, you just feel gross. Maybe you don't have the time to shower, but you can at least change your clothes. So that's something that I always make sure I pack in my carry on. I think it might seem cumbersome, but it's, it's quite a bit easier to kind of figure out because You just determine what your normal day looks like, and that's just what you put in your carry-on. All of that extra stuff can be put in your check baggage. You made a really
0: good point about the luggage getting lost. So I worried about that. We traveled a couple months ago and I was in a wedding. We carried on everything that we needed for the wedding, including my pumps, because (laughs) I was like, This is something I cannot lose. Like, I need to make sure that I have this for the comfort of of
1: (laughs) breast pumps are always a carry-on item.
0: And then you want to make Make sure, that you have enough milk if you need mm-hmm. it for the day, right? So, like going through the trouble of making sure you give yourself enough time to get that through security or TSA, which can take a while because you know yes, they're important. also kind of short. Because they're TSA. <laughs> yes, we ended up having to wait like 30 minutes just to get our cooler checked. Yes. <laughs> and then, you know, you have to like ring a stroller. There's just so mm-hmm. much, and things that I kind of figured if we lose it, then we could
1: just replace it. But you never want to have to do that. You know, like I think traveling with a baby in general is just prioritizing things over others carry on versus checked is like 100% that there's pros and cons to each. And it's just what could you not live without your breast pump (laughs) That's a carry on and then it helps that you also don't have to put that in your baggage that you already have almost every airline allow a breast pump to be in a separate bag because it's considered a medical device that is 100% something that it just comes down to like, what's important, what can you either purchase rent or do without quickly at your next destination, then that can go all go in your truck bag.
0: Without what are some must have or essentials that you should definitely bring on the plane with you? Like today I had seen you post the disinfecting your entire station, which, oh, I yeah. always do that. I always do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. But what else to keep either an, an infant or a toddler entertained? Infants and toddlers are totally different beasts. I love Traveling with infants. It was easy breezy, beautiful compared to traveling with my toddlers. In terms of what you need, it's going to be pretty simple it's going to be whatever it takes to feed them to keep them clean disinfectant wipes, but also like diapers and wipes and making sure that they're able to be changed and cleaned and maybe a change of clothes in case we have any blowouts which happen often on airplanes i had one of those yes always <laughs> a cabin pressure it just does something and it, things just explode up there and it's just, it's always messy. good to have messy. multiple plans in case your first one fails I think the basic are really like all you really truly need on the plane as baby gets older, you're definitely going to want to bring more like maybe activities or toys or snacks. Snacks are like a solid time consuming endeavor that will keep your baby occupied because happy bellies is a happy baby. And so if you know, they're going to have a full belly, they'll be a happy belly, they'll be much more content and able to kind of sit in the confines of their airplane seat if you're traveling with a toddler. That's all of course then dependent upon your child. What you know about them, what kind of toys and activities they like and things like that. The younger baby is the more simple you, their needs are and you can kind of reflect that within the things that you have to have on board with you.
0: Yeah and they actually are a lot more easy to entertain with things that are not toys oh, like On the plane.
1: Stuff. Oh yeah non toy <laughs> toys. Stella, those emergency cards that they have like what to do in case of an emergency, that Stella's favorite thing to look at because it's very colorful. There are so many pictures there. They're just simple drawings. So it's not like overstimulating or anything. Those are a great hit within our household. Hopefully we don't have to utilize that information. So I just let her, you know, go with it. All the things like plastic cups. We took a four hour road trip last weekend and my toddler Stella was entertained with receipts in a Pringles can for an hour and a half. It definitely doesn't have to be an actual toy.
0: <laughs> so, then you can collect those as you go. (laughs) Yes,
1: yes, correct. Whatever you find in your bag, that's a toy. (laughs) And then I wanted to get your thoughts as far
0: as a travel stroller. And I know this one can kind of be complicated depending on like how long your trip is. But do you think that parents, if they're going to be traveling a lot more often than just a one-off trip, do you think that parents should consider getting a travel stroller? Or is their
1: everyday stroller fine? So first, I think utilizing what you have is going to be the best course of action no matter like in what category so whether it's a travel stroller or a pump or bottles a cleaning kit like whatever you have already is going to be probably the best because you know how to use it but there are certainly a ton of other scenarios for instance we have the upper baby vista and that is a very heavy and a very expensive stroller and to me there was absolutely no way I was going to risk breaking that on a plane and in cargo, because anytime anything goes in cargo, there's a risk of it being damaged, and I just was not not even going to humor that. So for us, it made sense to me. We actually had a friend that gifted us their old jogging stroller because a travel stroller doesn't have to be a small, compact stroller. I or traditionally, when we think of a travel stroller, we think of something small, compact that can be folded down and taken onto the plane with you. But a travel stroller can really be a stroller. That that you travel with it doesn't have to be that small compact one we used a jogging stroller as our travel stroller because that was just an extra stroller that we chose to travel with instead of our normal everyday stroller it really comes down to kind of what your needs are do you have one kid do you have two kids what does is your traveling going to look like sometimes those small compact traveling strollers don't make sense in a place like europe where there's a ton of cobblestones the wheels are one of the most kind of weight and space saving parts of a travel stroller and those wheels are just not going to do very well in a place like a cobblestone or if you're going hiking and doing a lot more like adventurous traveling it just doesn't make sense to have a small compact stroller so really it's just up to whatever travel you're kind of doing and and what makes sense for your budget what makes sense for your needs I personally do believe that it's helpful if if you're going to be traveling pretty regularly Yeah, I think a travel stroller is a really great thing to have.
0: Any other things that you think are essentials that you should really consider bringing with you? Whether it's like a cleaning kit for bottles. That.
1: (laughs) I can't tell you like all of the trips that we did without like a travel cleaning kit and just having like bottles thrown around the room. And you're not sure which one is the most dry and you're not sure which one is most recently cleaned or like the one that hasn't been used in a while. Having a travel cleaning kit has made just my head and my space more organized. <laughs> and so that is hundred percent something that for me personally is a, must. it's something that I absolutely need when I'm traveling from here on out. It made my life easier and it made me stress less. Whatever you need to make traveling with that baby easier is going to be what you should bring. I personally feel that way about the cleaning kit. I also feel that way about anything that is going to make sleep easier for me, for my babies. I like to always have a portable sound machine because I sleep with white noise, my children sleep with white noise. So having a portable sound machine that I don't have plug into the wall. So as we're traveling, I can just turn it on and They might be able to get a nap in here and there. That's something that's vitally important to traveling with me. I use our slumber pod. We tend to room share more often. Both my babies sleep in the room with us because we like to stay in hotels. That is another thing that we probably would not be able to stay in a hotel room all together with all four of us if I didn't have the slumber pod. But it's like a blackout tent that you put over the pack and play. And it basically makes my older daughter, she can sleep in there and she does Wake up to when I have to feed my younger baby in the middle of the night, or she doesn't wake up to us talking or watching TV or having a glass of wine in the room with her because she has the tent to kind of block out those sounds and those noises and the light. Finding the like tools that make your travel easier are going to be way more important. Kind of why I created this page because I'm giving you all of the options out there. Every baby is different. By having this page, I can just show you everything that's available to you. And then you can kind of pick and choose from there what's most important to you and how you travel.
0: I had just heard about this slumber pod. I went on a walk with a couple of my neighbors earlier today and they had talked about it. But we always try to do Airbnbs. That way we can have a room. He sleeps in our room when we're traveling, but we have a bedroom that's separate from like a living space. Living space. So we can, you know, still hang out and do whatever we want to do because we're not going to bed at Seven.
1: That was kind of what we're, we were running into is we were staying in hotels and we were like, Where do, we don't want to turn all the lights off and just like sit here in silence at 6 p.m. <laughs> I agree. Like that's such a benefit of being in an Airbnb or a Verbo, like those vacation rentals, you have that separate day. But if you prefer to stay in hotels, like what do you do? we were finding ourselves putting towels or blankets over the pack and play to kind of lock out some of the light. But obviously that is one, not safe. And two, it wasn't fully effective. I tend to do the traveling a couple of times first and I recognize a problem and then try to find the solution. And in my research stumbled upon the slumber pod, it was completely like life-changing for our travel. That is another thing that, as I mentioned, like finding the problem and then finding the solution. If you're traveling with your baby, kind of start small and go out for the day or take a little trip close to home and find what are the things that you're running into? What are the problems that you're starting to see in those little day trip with baby? And then that's when you can go and find a solution for your big two week vacation that you're going to be taking instead of buying a bunch of stuff for a two vacation that you take once a year.
0: I like all of that because it is so hard, you know, when it comes to like, traveling, what do you need? You learn after taking at least your first trip. I feel like we learned a ton of what worked for us and what we needed for us. It's essential to have a washer and dryer or access to one nearby. We can pack a lot less. Keep
1: rewashing his stuff. Absolutely. We did a similar thing. We went to Europe for an entire month when... With the baby. (laughs) Yes, with the baby. Stella. So right after her first birthday, we were like, we're out of (laughs) here. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, we went for a month and and I used to live there and my husband's from Europe we were visiting family but we were also taking trips ourselves when you're traveling for a month there's no way I'm going to be packing everything that we need for an entire month when you're thinking about like what types of locations do you want to get an Airbnb or a vacation rental that you're going to have a washer and dryer you can pack everything you need in a carry-on in terms of clothes because you can rewash them and it's really just a balance of finding exactly what you said, doing the travel, finding out what your needs are, and then accommodating those needs when you're planning your future vacation.
0: On your blog, you do have kind of like a list of everything that parents can potentially bring or might yeah. need. Or... Yeah. <laughs> so kind of yes. like a checklist, right?
1: Yes, I do. I But like, in no way am I saying that you need to bring all of that stuff. <laughs> but
0: it's just kind of like something for parents to pick and choose what they want from the list but exactly. Anyone listening can go and refer to that and make their own
1: list. Yep. They can delete things or add things that they they might not be on there. I kind of like cover all the bases from like sleeping, feeding, winter activities, summer activities. I also have a packing list on there that specifically for like, if you're taking a really long flight, an international flight, for example, I have a packing list that is just for your carry on items for that really long flight, because packing for that is of course going to be much different than packing for a general trip. So you'll
0: need more than just one extra change of clothes. (laughs) Yes. You will definitely need more
1: than probably like four, probably four or five.
0: (laughs) So what I've gathered so far is on your carry on pack, anything that you're going to need for the day, for the comfort, of you and baby, anything that they're going to need on the plane or on the car ride that's going to keep them entertained. And hopefully it's something as simple as, oh, here's my plastic cup. Play with it.
1: (laughs) One thing that I also like to, again, kind of reinforce with that, like it's your whole travel day. It's also important to think like, what is baby going to need once you get there? Not just while you're physically traveling. If your baggage is lost, it might not be immediately returned to you. You might have to go date. Things to help baby, like if they sleep with pacifiers or if they sleep with a lovey, a sleep sack, a swaddle, a sound machine. Those are things that you also want to make sure that you have in your carry-on because you're going to have to go to sleep that night. And if you don't have those things, those might be a lot harder to replace before the next day. When you're thinking about the things that you need for your carry-on, it's the whole travel day from beginning to until you fall asleep. Any other tips,
0: suggestions, recommendations?
1: I don't know. I guess, you know, just follow, follow me on Instagram. Maybe <laughs> you'll come up with something. Um, you know, I think like, my
0: favorite I, yeah. uh, was the one that I saw that you posted was just like the disinfecting because. Oh yeah.
1: Well, and- there's also like different kinds of cleaning tools that you can bring. So like I have different wipes or my pump parts. There's actually, they're called pacifier wipes and Munchkin makes them. I love those because they're, they don't have alcohol. They don't have chemicals in them. They're just made with baking soda and that's kind of the active cleaning ingredient ingredient yeah thank you that is something that I use on things that I know the baby's going to put into their mouth right away and then the hard alcohol stuff is everything else so like the seat well they could like the seat but maybe it's probably more likely that they're going to put their mouth on something else before the seat and that's going to have time to dry and kind of like like, on the window (laughs) yes oh the window is always being cleaned I'm always being cleaned if we're in a window seat, the tray table, all of the things in the seat back pocket, any magazines or anything that you find in there. If baby can support their own weight and stand up on your legs or something, those are things that are going to be grabbed at. And so cleaning those little items, I found to be really important as well, because those are the ones that are more likely to end up in baby's mouth, probably.
0: (laughs) Also the bathroom. Oh my gosh, the the changing table, anything that they can touch when
1: they're on that table. I like to bring a toy, maybe plasticky or silicone-y, something easily clean that they can keep their hands on because then that helps with them being really grabby. There's always the handle that that's right next to the door. I feel like that's the first thing that they always grab. So I definitely wipe that down, wipe the um, table down if they have a table. sometimes you have to wipe down like the entire area and the toilet and all of that. Goodness. I do find that for my peace of mind, even bringing a little something, that they can, whether it's a white bag or a wipe or something that they can hold on to. So they're not feeling very handsy.
0: Thank you so much. I mean, it was super helpful for me. So I'm sure a lot of other moms are also <laughs> going to find this informative and nice to have like a checklist to mm-hmm. use as a
1: guide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. I absolutely loved having this conversation. I love kind of just helping any parents that I can to be able to convince them that they don't have to stop traveling just because they've had
0: Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for our next episode. You can find us on Instagram for more updates and tips. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and give us a review if you like us.